0: okay welcome to the American liberties call it is the thirtieth of October the night before Halloween went all through the house and all that crap anyhow um you know a lot of things are happening i am um I'm starting a uh, thing uh, starting a oh a uh a handle I guess you would be stop misrepresentation of taxation. It's called, you know, and, and that's, and that's a theme is what the word I was thinking about. That's the theme I'm, I want to start tax stop that misrepresentation of taxation. You know, in the, in the revolution, it was taxation without representation and, uh, you know, and and the the people back then, 200 years some ago, got upset and and made a a terrific change in the world that gave us, or allegedly gave us, our freedom. And many of us now, when I say us, not you know specifically you and I, but more so me. I know that for many years. I was a ticket-paying, tax-paying guy, didn't know the difference, and really wasn't concerned. You know, some people started talking to me about taxes, and yeah, 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 yeah. But then somebody gave me a tape. I listened to the tape. I had to pull over to the side of the road just to listen to it. And And as they were talking about the Federal Reserve System and, the taxation system and the and all that. I mean, tears were coming out of my eyes on how much we've been deceived, and it changed my whole life. It literally changed my life, and I quit being a tax paying, ticket paying type guy. And um, and then about uh, oh, pretty close to eight years later, I met Mister Dave Maryland. And Dave Merlin uh, and I got along just great. I got uh, I got a hold of his posture more than anything else, and he, and he turned it around to what you see visually every day now with uh, Donald Trump. If you attack Trump, expect to be be <laughs> be assaulted. You're gonna come under fire and And that's and that's the way the Americans are to be. It is you know you need a belligerent offense for a great defense, and you just can't sit idly by and say, "Well, you're mistaken, and well, you got the old cap's name, and that's not me." And oh, and heaven to be, you know. I mean, you just can't be like that, you know. Unfortunately, we we live in a belligerent world, and what you what you believe and what you stand up for is what you got to do. You got to stand up for it. And it was and it was because of Dave Marilyn. I stood in front of a grand jury. And gave them the criminal complaint as well as my joiner, as well as I, you know, expressed that I gave it to the judge, the governor, and everybody, and their mother, who I thought was, you know, sh- should receive it. And we're doing the same thing with many, many, many people. And one of them is a guest on the phone. And I'm going to turn it over first to Dave. And let Dave bring him on, because I know, I know Dave hasn't talked to him yet, people. I didn't bring Dave and him together yet to talk. I don't know what Dave's going to say, and I have no idea what um, what Jack is going to say. But I'm sure Chris, it's going to be interesting. Chris, you I'll be back, back in a couple of minutes. Paul, you back?
1: I will be back in a couple of
0: minutes. Oh, you will be back. Okay. Well, with that being said, um when Dave comes back then uh we'll we'll have him introduce Jack. And Jack, I'm not holding you up, right?
2: No, not at all. I'm good till I'm okay, good for about great. another
0: half hours. Okay, good. Uh we'll yeah, we'll take about twenty eight minutes and then we'll bring you on. No, I'm i I'm only kidding. Okay. <laughs> um this gives me a real quick time to do a commercial. On that taxation. On the stop misrepresentation of taxation. I need three more believers. And and I'm I'm not just picking one and say, Okay, take me. No, you got there's gotta be I'm I'm literally basically I'm not hiring you. But you are you are on a going to be on a team, and you need to be qualified. That you need to find four people. If you, I know, I know for a fact, everybody on this list knows at least four other pe- people that want to see the IRS go down, no doubt. Okay, but are you willing to take a stand? Are you willing to get those? Find four more are going to want to do the same thing that I would like have you to do. Now, you can be participants. You can be, you know, roll your sleeve up and be workers, or however you want to be. I don't care. But I want to work with four individuals, and they're going to get uh, bonuses and, and great things by joining me on this Stop Misrepresentation of Taxation. We're going to Washington with this. We're going around the country with this. We're going to walk the halls in Congress if we have to with this. I got great – I mean, I'm writing out plans. I'm writing out goals. And, you know, and and like me, being an ex-swimming pool contractor, I couldn't just go back go and build a pool and have people follow – to build a pool if they didn't have any plans on what needed to be done. They, you know, every everything had to be planned from the, the backhoe getting into the backyard to the dump truck taking the dirt out to where the dirt's going to go when the concrete's coming, how the steel's going to be placed, and everything. How the pool's going to be engineered. Everything was planned for a, for a finished goal. And that's what I got, that's what I'm doing, and I'm looking for three more people. I already got one, God bless them. and I'm looking for three more that want to join with me to get on call, to talk to people, and see what they want to do. And and um, so with that being said, Dave, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd like to introduce Dave Merlin. Please, take it away.
1: Hey, thanks, Chris. Uh, order of business. I think Diane Lynn uh, has courses that she needs to obtain instead of from Flash Drive. Uh, get a hold of me. Uh, we've had a couple days off. I'm pretty sure that over the weekend, uh, you were the one on the top of the list to uh, get together with me to download uh, courses. So, you want to follow up on that? Time is now. Welcome to the American Liberties Call, October 30th, 2019, a Wednesday. My name is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where law means. It doesn't matter here. I've proven it on the database. Believe it. Uh, let's see. Diane Lynn says, Sorry, I've been out of town. Just got back today. We'll call soon. Very good and this way we don't have to mail you a flash drive we can get you the courses right off the the what do they call it uh, the internet no. <laughs> welcome to this century uh, technology is wonderful got to tell you now um, our main drive here is to keep you out of trouble and uh, secondly to uh, equip you with what is necessary to take the trouble right back to the government when the government is stealing. IRS, illegal revenue stream. That's the motor vehicle code. It's uh, social security. Chapter one, income taxes. That's the federal tax code. State income taxes. They're all illegal revenue streams. And IRS, ignorance reaps slavery. If you don't know you're being stolen from, there's nothing you can do about it. Go back to sleep. Now, um, this is a... uh, Right here, we're in a lull in activity. Uh, there's not really much happening in court, whereas in the last four and a half years, much litigation. Uh, go back here in the conference call archive here on 87488 American Liberties, and you'll hear discussions about four and a half, five years of litigation where uh, the government has kept off limits. The 40 provisions on the homepage of takefromcaesar.us. Takefromcaesar.us. I scroll down, and I see there's a group of provisions. Uh, I don't know, third of the way down the page. In the segment that's called Not in the Movement. These provisions are off limits. You can't have them. The government will not discuss them when, in fact, the role of the courts in our representative republic is supposed to be to say what the law is. And here are the provisions they won't discuss. Now, uh, uh, Chris reminded me that Jack has a limited time to appear. Is Jack? the uh 994 number yes,
0: yes, he's already unmuted,
1: okay, uh, you haven't introduced me to Jack. what's Jack's deal?
0: okay, well, Jack is the one that got the letter from the DOJ and and and, uh, and I would like to have uh, uh, well well, let me go ahead and ask Jack Jack, would you like to tell us why? You got the letter from the DOJ?
1: Hang on. The letter, are you are you talking about the CID letter?
0: The DOJ letter is no longer on your Yes, the CID letter. Yes, yeah, the CID letter, yes. Sorry, Dave, I thought okay. you
1: knew that. I've just uh, uh, given you the IRS CID letter in the chat window to download. There it is.
0: So Jack,
1: um, what did you send to the IRS that convinced them to say, you are no longer the subject of a criminal investigation by our office regarding your federal tax liability? Representatives of other IRS functions, either exam or collection, May contact you in the future to address issues regarding unfiled tax returns and/or unpaid taxes. All
2: right. Well, I've been subject of a criminal investigation, I guess, for at least three, four years. Uh, it may have even been before I hit the, you know, before I uh, was on the, uh, you know, the uh, criminal complaint that was delivered to Trump. So I was. Uh, your delivery to the White House and others. So uh, it was probably started before then. The uh, just to let people know a little bit. Uh, the last time I filed a tax return, a 1040 form, was April 1983, and that was because I read this little book by a man named Adam. Sch- I mean, uh, Schiff. What's his first name? Irwin Schiff. Irwin Schiff. How oh, anybody can stop paying income taxes? And I read this book. I got it at a Walden Bookstore, retail normal retail store in a shopping mall. And uh, I went down to the law library because we didn't have internet back then. And I looked these things up. And everything he had in that book was exactly the way he said he was. I went down to a uh, and well, after I filed that return in '83, before '84 was due, I actually went to a. CPA ex IRS um, employee and said, Where do I, where's does it say I got a file here? Where does it say I'm liable for these taxes? And he couldn't give me an answer. And to this day, I wish he'd given me a bill and I'd have paid him and I still had a receipt for that. But I uh, never did. Then over the years, I was traveling, I was in different jobs, different places. I didn't know any better. I was filling out W 9s, opening a bank account. Sometimes they'd take money from my employer. Sometimes they would. Uh, take an account, but I would always respond to their letters, and so on. Um, at early on, I came across a group that I don't think they're still in, still around. They're in Maryland. Uh, Save a Patriot Fellowship. Um, Chappies heard of them, and uh, picked up a lot of uh, support there. But you know, the key was that uh, I just kept pursuing, trying to learn more of the truth, and what's the law really say? And then somehow I came across you, Dave, and your teachings. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect. He's got everything laid out in a very systematic order that would be great. So uh, once I found out I was under uh, investigation by CID, I mean, one guy came up to the door one time, and uh, my wife was all upset, and she's. You know, overall, she's been supportive, but there's been a few tough times where she just thinks you're never going to get away with it. And I said, I'm not getting away with it. They are. I was always firm with this. And just so, just for anybody out there that's thinking about going down this path, if you're not committed, don't do it because it would just be worse. Uh, we all know people, at least I know people that have gone down this path and then they've backed out. And uh, it's just so different. So. Um, so I joined the uh, the criminal complaint, and I think before that, I was a joinder on something else. I think it was out of Michigan. I forget. Another one that you had. So uh, if it's okay with you, as far as attitude, I'd like to read uh, a letter that I sent in February of 2018, You know, a year and a half ago or so, to the special agent that was investigating me, just to let you guys know what the attitude is that I've had.
1: I was Just, just a second. Just a second. Pardon me. Um, The complaint, the complaint to which Jack alluded, is my January first of 2006 criminal complaint to 80 members of Congress that included. It was 180 pages altogether. Uh, It included a 58-page memorandum which briefed the key issues that proved the tax code is being misenforced and a 33-page criminal complaint, a bunch of exhibits, a 12-page notarized cover letter, an abstract of primary claims, a 6- or 7-page certificate of service, a 7- or 8-page uh, table of authorities. It was a deluxe package that you can get in print if you went to wevygov.com, go to the products page, and uh, order Take from Caesar Volume 1, and Take From Caesar, Volume 2. Volume 2 is a, 24, uh, I'm, excuse me, a 2014 uh, update, a brief to bring everything up to speed in 2014. A supplemental memorandum is what it's called. So Take From Caesar, Volumes 1 and 2 is the complaint uh, of which Jack just alluded when he, he says he joined it. He joined it as a similarly situated witness to crime. Go ahead, Jack. All right, so
2: this is, I believe this is the last letter I sent to uh, the special agent. Dear special agent, I'm not going to use names here. First and foremost, I am a peaceful inhabitant, a man living on the land. I have not received training in hand-to-hand combat, firearms, tactical warfare, or other methods of inflicting harm on others. You and your associates will never be threatened with physical violence or receive abusive language from me. The same courtesy and civility is expected from you. So I'm setting them right up front that uh, they've got no need to bring in something like a SWAT team to come talk to me. Uh, When you and the other special agent talked with so-and-so last week, you left him with the impression that I was unwilling to communicate with you. That impression is false, and you know it. If you have to be deceptive, To do your job, maybe you should consider another career. You have yet to answer any of the questions posed in my previous letters to you dated December 9, 2016, January 18, 2017, and June 19, 2017. I accept your silence that you knowingly, willingly, and voluntarily acknowledge that you have no evidence of congressional authority, lawful delegation of authority, or an explanation File of section 83a concludes that I have gross income derived from a taxable source as defined in the operations section of 26 CFR 1.861-8FI. And that I got from you, Dave, and it's that section 83 argument is just wonderful. The questions um, um, questions that I asked you before are repeated below. Failure to answer these questions shows bad faith on your part. The three bullet points that you cited are very vague. I have a few questions to ask you to help clarify my understanding. Bullet point one, tax evasion. There are many taxes. Which tax are you referring to? How does it apply to me? Bullet point number two, failure to file returns. What type of return or form do you claim I have a duty to file? What years? Bullet point three, corrupt attempts. They thought I was making corrupt attempts to uh, uh, attack some of their uh, employees. Uh, and my answer to that is How is asking a series of questions or demanding someone to prove a claim which is believed to be an error, a crime? There appear to be certain presumptions that you and others at the Internal Revenue Service believe to be true. Kindly confirm the following items as they are relevant to your investigation. What evidence exists that the Secretary has congressional authority to leave the District of Columbia to speak to me? Where is a delegation of authority for you to come into a union state? What evidence do you have that proves that I am a citizen of the United States? You should look up 26 U.S.C. section 3121 and 26 U.S.C. section 3306 for definitions. And those basically say the District of Columbia and Territories. What evidence do you have that I am a taxpayer? What evidence do you have that I derive income from a taxable source as defined in the operation section of 26 CFR 1.861-8FI? How does Section 83A operate in your conclusion that I have gross income? It is possible that this matter that you're investigating is merely an accounting issue that has not been properly resolved and therefore not a crime. As stated in letters to other Internal Revenue Service employees, I will be happy to pay any debt that I owe in honor to any company agency, provided that someone sends me a proper bill and a verifiable contract. In order to assist you in determining the answer to questions one and two above concerning congressional authority, a brief was received by you to read and review. To assist you in answering questions 326, a copy of the criminal complaint and supporting documentation which was submitted to the President of the United States in January 2017 was also received by you. If you find any inaccurate information in the brief or the criminal complaint, let me know so I can be fully informed of the error. You do not dispute the information in the brief or the criminal complaint within 20 days. It will be deemed that you agree with it and conclude that the secretary has no lawful authority outside the District of Columbia, United States territories, and insulin possessions, and that I am not a taxpayer, nor do I owe your employer, the Internal Revenue Service, or the United States government anything. If you need additional time, For your review of the brief and criminal complaint, a written note from you specifying how much additional time is needed to complete your review is required to prevent default on your part. If, after your investigation is complete, the government decides to prosecute this matter, I wish to have the opportunity to witness before the grand jury. The following items are, again, requested from you. Your oath of office, your designation of authority letter from the secretary, your bond. Regards, Jack. That was the last letter I sent them. That was a year and a half
1: ago. Okay, let me, let me interrupt you for just a second. Um, yes. The 861 citation is from the non-resident alien argument, which I do not make. The uh, reference okay. to the term contract is something I do not do but the rest of it uh, how does Section 83 operate. Uh, Does the law imposes a tax on citizens of the United States uh, are brought out through citations to 26 USC 3121 and 3306? Um, And I've put into the chat the 2POTUS, P-O-T-U-S, means President of the United States, 2POTUS.com, is the complaint to the white house served on inauguration day of this president's administration Uh, and that's what jack alluded to and um the reason the reason we're here over this is uh jack received a letter from irs criminal investigations division in denver that said you're no longer part of a criminal investigation so he was outlining his uh correspondence to the irs to show how he confronted them with the law and they folded by saying you're no longer subject to a criminal investigation uh that's it's great news first off it's fantastic news to get a letter like this from the irs it's in your window right there on this uh uh 87488 talk shoe uh caller interface and uh jack confronted the government with the findings of law from my 1994 treatise that were briefed in this complaint to 80 members of Congress, New Year's of 06, and uh, pounded on them, demanding answers about the law, and they said, you're no longer part of a criminal investigation. Go ahead, Jack.
2: Well, it's, it's true. I mean, I've been trying many different things from many different, quote, gurus over the years. Uh, you know, you're, you've talked in the past about uh, cracking the code. I read that book, and I said, this just doesn't ring true for me. I can't do this. And um, there are other people that I've learned from, other people that, they're you know, they were sincere, but their conclusions weren't uh, as complete as yours were. And I, I just appreciate the effort you put into this because that was really the turning point for me. I always knew... That I wasn't a taxpayer by their definition. I was not a tax protester. You never protest the tax. I never said the tax was invalid. I just said it did not apply to me and asked him to show me where it did apply to me. So, uh, but, you know, when I came across your information, I thought, wow. And then I, you know, I ordered the, the four-hour seminar, I think it was on, uh, on a flash drive, and when I went through that, that was, that
1: was just precious. Are you talking about the Code Breaker videos? Yes. I'm going to yeah, give this to everybody in the chat. It's on the, the products page on com. There's a certain course available on Flash Drive. It's seven uh, video segments about the tax code, three hours, 45 minutes total instruction where I stand at a whiteboard and explain the tax code to you. It's got a very particular structure, and uh, that's what Jack is talking about when he says uh, you laid it all out there. Go ahead, Jack.
0: Well,
2: I was going to say if I went if they if they're going to let me testify in front of a grand jury, that's what I was going to do. I was just going to do. I was just going to mimic what you did and just go. You know. Regulation and law, regulation and law, regulation and law all the way through, just, just like you did. I, you know, if they ever wanted me to go before a grand jury, because um, I just figured it's an opportunity to educate some more people. And I sent copies of two POTUS to uh, not only uh, the revenue agent, the, you know, the, the uh, what do you call it, the CID agent, I also sent it to the U.S. District Attorney here in Colorado, to his office, and basically with a letter saying, if there's anything that you find an error in this, you know, please let me know. So I'm always, you know, just gave him, I just kept asking questions.
1: <laughs> That's funny, because, you know, I know what's in those videos, and uh, I sought to reshoot the videos in about 2007, I think they're 2001, 2002 videos that I shot at a whiteboard. And I started to watch them. I said, I can't teach this subject as well as I taught it in those videos. I can't do it again. It's perfect. And I just put it in the chat. There's a YouTube video, uh, an audio interview of Chris Chapman about going before a tax grand jury in January of 07. And he laid it on him and just said, you know, there's things they can't even talk about. And he never heard from the grand jury again. So we nullified a grand jury in his instance. But uh, the videos, the seven segments, lay out the tax code from seven, seven different angles that show you that the law is perfect. It protects us in all the ways we want protection. And they can't even talk about it. And yet I do it almost without notes for those three hours forty five minutes. And the only reason I use notes is so I don't miss any details. I don't need to to tell myself through notes what I what my findings are. I use the notes to make sure that I don't skip something. And to lay that on an IRS agent, uh you gotta get the videos to understand why I laugh about this, because uh I can swamp anybody that you put in front of me with my knowledge of the tax code. I can swamp them first, and I can humiliate them with the fact that my findings are irrefutable. I want to I give you a link in the chat, wevgov.com slash ORTH, O-R-T-H, that's capital O, O-R-T-H. And there's an exchange of briefs between me and the government's top tax attorney from last year at this time uh, where they can't even discuss these findings that they've had for over 26 years, folks. And uh, that's what Jack here has done with him. He's, uh, He's couched his approach to the government in the findings from my 1994 treatise, briefed in 2006 and served on Congress. And they said, you're no longer part of a criminal investigation. Grateful for Dave says, there are several videos and audios on the products page. Which one are you referring to in the current conversation? There's one video flash drive course called Code Breaker Videos, and I, uh, where I'm at a whiteboard. And uh, let's see. I'm going to the uh, WeBGov.com we products page. I'm at the top and I scroll and it says take from Caesar the book, Codebreaker, Section 83 Equation. And then the Codebreaker videos. That's what they're called. Codebreaker videos, not for Macintosh. And this is where you get three hours forty five minutes of instruction for only four thousand nine nine hundred and ninety five dollars. I'm just kidding. It's 75 bucks for the flash drive, folks. It's nothing. And you'll see me stand at a whiteboard and explain the tax code like nobody else can do it. So uh, it, it's an opportunity. Uh, just as you heard Jack uh, state on the calls, like, he studied this guy, studied that guy. And when he came across my work, he goes, wow, this, this is organized. It makes sense that uh the tax code operates in a very particular way if you honor the law go ahead jack
2: well i was just going to say uh let's say if anybody's contemplating this they should absolutely spend the 75 dollars and go over those seven segments at least twice probably three times the first time just listen the second time start taking notes and the third time uh take more notes and you know, and clarify your thoughts, because uh, it, it was all things that I knew were true, but I didn't know where to find them. You put them all together. And it just, you know, you know, save... Anybody that's looking at this, it'll save them years of research. In fact, I had a friend, well, the same friend who I referenced in this letter. As soon as I got the letter, I called Chris first, and then I called this friend. And uh, he... he he was real excited for me. But, you know, just the fact that the uh, – uh, what I want to say, you know, they go knocking on people's doors, and these were – the people they knocked on were mostly uh, customers of mine. Some of my customers are friends also. But the uh, they, uh, the key is, you know, they're trying to uh, intimidate, trying to frighten people. And just don't be frightened. Just say, okay, they're only going to do so much, and uh, just continue on. And whenever you have uh, a letter from them or you have a contact, you know, respond in writing. Send it certified mail. Uh, get it to them, and just stay on point. Don't go insulting them. Don't go making threats or whatever. Just just stay on point asking questions. And eventually... Um, you know, you'll get the same result I did. I mean, that's the goal. If, if they're coming after you, yeah. um, One thing that uh, Dave said, you know, when you're when we were talking about um, the criminal complaint, you know, submitting that to the White House on Inauguration Day or, uh, is that, you know, we don't guarantee what this will do to you civilly, but it, it'll keep you out of jail. That's the goal. And in my case, that's very true. It not only kept me out of jail, kept me from ever being indicted. So uh, I, I recommend people get the two POTUS, get the, uh, get, get the videos and learn and make sure that you know it and you know who you are because uh, if you don't know who you are, it doesn't matter what paperwork you submit, as soon as they start talking to you verbally uh, or, or your answers to them or your response to them in writing is not clear and concise, and on point, they'll know that you don't know what you're talking about. You're just trying to fill out the forms. Another thing I did earlier, I did offer them, you know, they have their offer and compromise, and I gave them an offer to pay. I just needed to know what the currency of the United States was, if it was something different than the what was uh, laid out in the Coinage Act of April 2, 1792, which is gold and silver coin of certain weights and measures and so on. So... Uh, I said, if it's not that, let me know when the law was passed that, you know, that uh, went above that or, you know, superseded it and when it was implemented and things like that. Never got an answer. And I said, you know, I don't really know how to pay you because I, I can't just write you an IOU and that's what federal reserve notes are. You know, do you want beaver skins? Do you want bales of tobacco? Do you you know, do you want cowrie shells? Something along that line. But anyway, that's paraphrasing what I was saying, but I was saying I don't need – even if I did owe you anything, how would I pay you? And so uh, it's a mindset. You know, you're either you're either fully committed or you're not. And uh, Chappie, Dave, myself, many others, we're fully committed. And it's not a matter of trying to get away with something. It's a matter of principle. This really doesn't apply to me. And people have been bamboozled by the media, by the press, by government, public service announcements and so on. You know, it's tax day, you know, they're holding the post office open till 1159 tonight, so get your, you know, get your returns in and things like that, and I, just the whole thing. And, you know, people talk about their income tax, how much time they're spending on it and everything, and I just kind of smiled at myself and just said, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. So, you know, my encouragement is, you know, Pardon me. Uh, yes
1: pardon me a second in the chat grateful for Dave says when I went to YouTube a week ago uh, they said the video is no longer available because the account has been closed I've never heard that about my account before and so uh, don't believe it folks you want to keep trying go to my YouTube channel if it says it's down or unavailable it doesn't exist try it a couple days later because it exists I've had no problems no notifications from YouTube that violated any uh, uh, any rules of YouTube, so uh, I'm free of uh, impedance such as that, and um, Grateful for Dave says, would you be comfortable sharing your letter of 2018 with this audience, either now or later? Um, and Jay Bud says uh jack can you tell us about the conversation on your doorstep what do you say jack well the letter
2: let me edit it and i'd be willing to i'd be willing to share the key paragraphs yes and it's, yeah, and it's for it okay it's, yeah because the letter's for attitude. and it's chris and
1: Send it to Chris, and we'll get to that next week. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Then the other part or, is or when you uh, get it done. Yeah. Right. So the uh, when he came to the doorstep, he just talked to my wife, and uh, I got wait a second. Decline. Decline. I don't want to do that. Okay. So anyway, so he came to my wife and shook my wife up. And I said, "That's okay. I'll just." You know, contact him, and we'll go forward from there. I had his business card. I contacted him on the phone, which I wouldn't do now. That's the only time I ever talked with him. It was a different agent than this one. And uh, basically, I told him, I says, I don't know anything. And, uh, you know, show me the law. And that was basically it. And had some um, conversations with him. Uh, I had an attorney that I know that's part of a men's group I'm with. And I talked with him one time. I showed him a letter I was getting ready to send off, and he said I wouldn't send that if I were you. And uh, anyway, make a long story short, I made it even tougher, and then sent it. And that's just been my attitude the whole time: is uh, just just being strong, being you know showing that I'm I've got a strong conviction about this. If you prove me wrong, I'm willing to change my you know change my tune, but. They've never, you know, they never proved me wrong. With, you know, using the law, so uh, that, that's, that's been the interaction. And when you know, a few people, I think four different people, told me that the IRS agent came by, and I told him, I said, okay, so I'm having a dispute with him and uh, it's no big deal. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to send him a letter, and so that was the result of this letter. So you know, as asking questions. It's staying in contact with them and calling them out when, you know, saying I'm not willing to communicate with them. Well, that's not true. I'll communicate with them anytime. time. So, uh, you, know, just, you know, it's just what the criteria is. I prefer to do it in writing. You know, if they wanted to meet face-to-face, as long as I could record it and have witnesses, I'd be willing to do that. Some people would not be, and I understand that too, and that would be okay. But if, you're not, if you don't have it on paper it doesn't matter you have to have it on paper and you have to understand why you're why you're writing down the words and the phrases and the paragraphs and the laws that you're citing why you're doing that and uh you know different people have different methods you have to go with what is true for you Dave mentioned that there are a couple things that uh, he doesn't do that i had in my letter and that's okay you know it's uh you get people talking about scripture. You know, <laughs> They can read the same verse and come up with a different conclusion. And uh, I know everything that I knew five years ago concerning theology, I know a lot more things now that prove some of those things wrong. And uh, so you have to be have an open mind. You have to be willing to learn and continue to learn and not be set that this is absolutely true. Uh, if somebody shows you evidence that appears to be different because you investigate. And you investigate, and you, and you uh, just keep just keep searching out truth. And uh, when you're totally convinced and you're that uh, what you're doing is the right path, and uh, you go for it. So anyway, that's all I really have.
0: Well, I'm I'm grateful for you, Jack, and I'm I'm glad things went out. And the main thing that I like to say before I let Dave. Um, close out before I close out, is um, setting the record, okay, setting the record by joining the criminal complaint, by sending it into Congress, having the evidence of a good faith belief, how the tax code does not and does apply to you. And, and when you start relying on the code, the regulations excuse me, the regulations, and what the courts have said. And it's all condensed for you, people. It's all condensed in Dave Merlin's Memorandum of Law. It's all condensed in the book, The Codebreaker, the Section 83 equation. And it's all condensed in the videos. You don't have to go and do thousands and thousands of hours of research like I have and Dave has and many others, you know, and like, and like Jack said, you can read the scriptures and come out with different interpretations. I mean, it it happens all the time, but Dave has done more than enough research to get the interpretations all, you know, when, when they, you know, like, like david had had made me realize you know when the tax court says well you didn't pay anything for your labor well i'm thinking well golly but david comes up with where's the statutory exclusion you must exclude it you know and for it not to, not to be included you know? so i mean that's property Labor is your property. The Supreme Court has even said it. And so there's so many different ways they can come at you with arguments that make you feel uncomfortable, that give you doubt, They give you, oh, there's a weak link in my argument. No! There is no weak links in your argument. The weak, the, they have the weak links and they're the ones that are trying to bulldoze their way in, or bogart their way in, to get you to make a mistake. And that's why you don't want to go on different tangents. I'm the man of the land, you know. Well, great, you know. That's where you're gonna be buried too, right in the land. But the thing of it is, you got statutes, codes, and regulations that support you. And wevgov.com, although we don't give you legal advice, we're not telling you not to pay taxes, and and certainly I'm not telling you to pay them. It's up to you to make a decision. If if we interpretate the laws different, if David's research is flawed, bring it up. Write a memorandum of law. Don't say it's outlandish theories or don't say he's barking up the wrong tree or, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Walk away. That sounds like a Democrat. Really? I mean, you know, to give a good scenario, the the political environment we're in today. And, um, you know, so there's substance to the law and you got to use it david
1: yes the law is in our favor and arguing the law instead of arguing a belief is an entirely different posture than uh, the anti-tax movement i never say show me the law i show them the law and they can't refute my conclusions about it so i'm in an entirely different idiom than uh the gurus in the anti-tax movement that say, show me the law. I show them the law first and then demand, how am I wrong about this? They can't even talk about it. So it's an entirely different understanding than you'll see wielded by anybody else, whether it's uh, Mark Stevens or Pete Hendrickson or David Champion, uh, Payman Mataheta, anybody else out there nobody has this understanding of tax law. And when you confront them with it, uh, they simply run away. I'm talking about the anti tax movement gurus, the tax honesty movement. It's not honest, what's in any way, shape or form. Go to my YouTube channel, the link is in the chat. My YouTube channel is called Take from Caesar. And there's a recent upload about David Champion, my impression. I think it was nine months ago that I uploaded it and uh, listen very closely to my take on the anti-tax movement and gurus they don't know jack squat and when you confront them with the fact that section 83 explains how to tax the entire workforce they shut down and run away that's it's grandiose dereliction to observe that the government says one particular statute explains how to tax the workforce and then refuse to get